Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, Force users of all ages, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast, where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros. I'm joined by Alyssa Simmons. Hi, everybody. Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are climbing out of the carcass of the Tauntaun to discuss... (laughs) The long-awaited beginning of Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Disney Plus's WandaVision, directed by Mark Shackman and written by Jack Schaefer. And by God, we're Marvel fans. Also. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Well, this is quite the change of pace. Oh, you know what? It doesn't smell as bad outside of this Tauntaun. We're not on Hoth anymore. Nope, just inside our closets. (laughs) (laughs) We're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, man, this is weird weird to talk about something not Star Wars, but also exciting. It's exciting, kind of. Look, this is Star Star Wars' really good-looking cousin. Oh, yeah. And very yeah. expensive, cousin. <laughs> very expensive. Yes. Well, this is, uh, to date, the most expensive television show ever produced. Oh, wait, get out. Is that true? Yeah, $25 million an episode. Wow, wow, wow. That's so su- stupid. It's not surprising to me at all. The only thing that's that will so beat excessive. it. The only thing that will beat it as of now is Amazon's Lord of the Rings. Unbelievable. Okay, so I have to assume, I mean, did they say, like, I mean, the majority of the cost must come from the people, question mark? I would imagine the two, you know, Paul Bettany and because uh, uh, they're like, Elizabeth oh, Olsen. what you're gonna find but, replacements for us? <laughs> sure, but Go we'll right talk ahead. about this. All of the uh, the practical effects, mm-hmm. yeah, which seems so easy, but when you shoot an entire episode like that, oh. not so easy. And and to to those the sets, we'll we'll get into all of that. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Dino, Dino, tell us uh, sort of what has happened. In, in the Marvel Universe prior to WandaVision. Leading to the well, moment. Well, first of all, doesn't it feel like it's been five years since... It's been 80 we've years. We've had anything yeah. out of Marvel. Yeah. It's yeah. almost been two. Right, right. I mean, we're Daniel going on a year I, and a half. Daniel and I went to see Avengers Endgame in yep. theaters with one oh And then God, Spider-Man yes. came out that following July, and that was it. Yeah. Jeez. So I mean we're at a year and a half right now That's almost, nuts. which is crazy. But um, so but when we last we left the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as you just said, Alyssa, uh, Avengers Endgame, which was the culmination of the Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. where we saw our dear Tony Stark lay down his life to save the universe from Thanos, this is it. and. And Captain America went back into the past to live with Peggy. Also so sad. Also so sad. But this opened doors for uh, many new heroes to walk to the forefront of the Avengers roster. But as far as WandaVision goes, which and as we mentioned. And also to different multiverses even. Yes. Perhaps. Yes. Perhaps. And we'll talk about this. Oh, yes. But as far as where we left Wanda and Vision, 
Wanda is devastated by the loss of Vision, who, if you will remember back to uh, Avengers Infinity War, Mm -hmm. at the end of said movie, Thanos rips the Mind Stone from Vision's head, (laughs) rendering him lifeless. After Wanda killed him the first time. Yes, after Wanda Vision begged her to kill him (laughs) to destroy the stone so So Thanos couldn't get it but he rewinds time about 10 seconds and does it all over again (laughs) one more time (laughs) one of the most heinous death scenes in recent memory yikes and uh, so he's dead he is dead 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 and and she is in mourning so that leaves us here Mm mm-hmm in wherever WandaVision, <laughs> which, which wherever here is, but we do know it takes place pretty soon after the end of Endgame. But that's Allegedly. where things get confusing. Yep. Correct. Because when we open on WandaVision, we are in the 1950s. Yes. Weird. Or perhaps the or perhaps end of not. the 50s, maybe the early 60s. Right. Yeah. Right. I think um, it's pretty apparent with what they've done with episodes one and two that we're probably going to jump decades Oh yes. yeah, every yeah, yeah. episode. If, you, did you, did you see the um, uh, if you saw the trailer, you got a lot of hints. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I um, the, you're going into the Brady Bunch and then Roseanne and mm-hmm. and I'll be interested to see what they dig up in the '90s. Oh yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's so just, many options. I mean, they could yeah. go. They could go the Seinfeld route. They could go the Friends route. Oh man. Oh they weird. Could go... It'd be so weird. I, um, Will and Grace. I mean, there's so many iconic sitcoms from the '90s, so there's there's a plethora to choose from. Well, just overall, I'm 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 curious. Like, what was your uh your overall opinion? Just like, did did you enjoy it? Were you thrilled, or were you just kind of like that was fun? Oh, I loved Alyssa. it. I loved yeah. it from start to finish. First of all, uh, I don't know how anyone on that listens to this would know this about me, but I am a huge sitcom buff and a huge sitcom nerd she's gigantic she barely fits in that closet i'm morbidly (laughs) obese (laughs) Um, i i love sitcoms so much and so especially um the first episode which is very very much so uh the dick van dyke show and i love lucy Mm -hmm. i was loving it and then the second episode is is more like bewitched Bewitched. Um, right totally yeah, I mean, the details are incredible. And as far as just 185% committing to the styles mm-hmm. of yes. those sitcoms. And the thing that I love about them so much is that they're not making fun. It's not a satire. No, like, no, it's very sincere. All. Very it's sincere. super, super duper sincere. Um, Yeah, and I uh, we texted about this a little bit, but... My imagination is just going wild with oh all God, of the yes. options that could have them in this, mm-hmm. whatever they're in. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I I smiled and I laughed and I was like and feeling hoops, feeling spooky. Oh my um, God! Yes, yeah. It's, so it's I'm, very parents. Things are not. Yeah, things are not. Things are not. not things are not okay. <laughs> I um I, I that's that's what I love. Uh, um, what I loved about it is, and, and I, it's already confusing a lot of people too, because I, I I've yes. seen a numerous Facebook posts that are like, well, I mean, it's fine, but like they're not that funny, and I was just like, uh, I don't think you understand what 
the what just happened what just happened because right. actually it's not supposed to be funny it's actually quite terrifying in fact it's kind of on the verge of horror like it's it's like a, a mystery horror show you know that with with like flex of funny obviously but like something is definitely not right with what's happening and it, it's it's kind of very sinister um this, this, like the moment david lynch in almost in a sense the moment where I felt the most spooky, we're kind of jumping all over the place here, but I oh, think yeah. it's fine. Anyone that, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it because we're not recapping it today. We're just kind of yeah. talking about it. It's just... <laughs> um, I took massive it's notes, It's like th- things, things were like this, and then they were like this. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that's just um, with the, uh, the scene uh, with um, Deborah Jo, what is her last name? I'm horrible. Uh, the mom, the mom from that '70s show. Oh, Je- oh, Deborah Jo Rupp. Yes, yep. yes. I, yep. I, I when, fucking love her. When her husband, um, Mr. Hart, Mr. Hart, was choking, choking, uh huh, and she just kept saying over and over again, "Stop, do, stop it, oh, honey, stop, like, stop it, stop, stop it. doing that." I, I literally got, I got goosebumps, and I was actually scared. Like, it yeah, was it's so horrifying. creepy. Yeah, yeah, and, and the, the and the look that Wanda and Vision exchange. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, they, because they, they're they, they also then trying snap to f- out of that. Yeah, whatever's going on, I think maybe she has some control or is in the know of what is happening, but he definitely doesn't. Yeah, but what's well, so interesting is that he's he is he's at least some at some level aware things are. Not as they seem. It's it's yeah. it's interesting. It's hard to tell. I'm I'm not sure if I got quite a read on him yet, but definitely on her. Like she's going, you, you can see that she, at least potentially, it seems like she's sort of the center of. Well, in um in episode two, Agnes, um, you know, the next door neighbor, Catherine who I Hunt. think Catherine is Hunt. really up oh, to some shit. You guys, good God, she's she so good. She's so, so brilliant good. in everything she does. That, playing the hammy neighbor. Yes, the nosy. But also, like, super something, something is weird and sinister underneath yep. her, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't trust you. But, um, she says, "Oh my God, wait, what were we just talking about? I just lost my track of thought." <laughs> well, we were talking about the dinner, the dinner table scene where, yeah. Yeah, but where a uh, vision. Uh, oh, about them save, being. Um, yes. Oh God, what about them being aware and not aware? Right. Um, that she she at least exerts some level of control over this reality. And yeah. Yes. So I I answered it, but both of you, what were your initial reactions of the first two? Just sort of like general vibe and. Well, I mean, I sort of dipped into it. I mean, um, about like. Uh, about it being like this. I the last time the last time I got a feeling like this um, was watching Twin Peaks um, by David Lynch mm. um, because it's got this like really kind of chipper and cheery like old fashioned like very very specific style to it. Um, but underneath that is this like horrific terrifying story about this girl who gets murdered and the FBI comes out to any but, it, <laughs> but all along there's like this this the FBI is just like that's some that's some damn good coffee you know like really like chipper attitude about it but there's this really spooky I you guys just need to watch it if you ever seen Twin Peaks it's just like it's one of the um one of the original shows that like I think started 
um, like where nerds would get together and they would talk about it. They were like, oh my yeah. God, okay, we need to discuss yeah, yeah. every single detail about the show because David Lynch has this way of directing where um, everything he puts into it is very specific, whether it be like a number or maybe yeah, it's a sound effect because mm-hmm. he actually uh, directed all the sound for the for the show. So like even if there was like a weird electronic sound behind something, it had a very specific meaning. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of like how I felt about this show because I, I, I swear to God, I became a crazy person every time I saw a number or I heard a weird sound effect. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that shit too. down. You guys. My Easter egg list is a little bit embarrassing. She's a little long. Oh, no, it's not. Because <laughs> I, I, I think I went into the show Easter egg hunting. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's what like, it feels like. It totally feels like just an Easter knowing, egg hunt. Just knowing what Marvel puts into every single one of their movies. Yes. If you're looking closely. And how much mystery is around what we have so far in the series like there are well obviously we are we're working with uncharted territory like when we tell you like phase four is all speculation at this point and they did a they did an interview with uh, anthony mackie who plays falcon Mm -hmm. who 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 may or may not be taking on the captain america mantle but he they asked him today do you know what happens in phase four and he said yes i do and uh just if you think it's going to be like anything we've done before, you are sorely mistaken. <laughs> yeah. So, and I believe it now. So um, Kevin Feige uh, confirmed in an Entertainment Weekly article that WandaVision, everything that happens now, which is why we're saying, you know, we're just Easter egg hunting. Um, everything in WandaVision is going to directly set up everything uh, for, you know, 2022, the the Doctor Strange yes. and the multiverse, yes. of mad- multiverse of Madness. Yep. So all of these... It's a direct lead into that movie. Yeah. So we yeah. are all sort That's of suspicious clear. of characters that might be, you know, being presented here in Wanda that are going to be in Doctor Strange and yes. so on and so forth. Well, and I, I and maybe I don't know if it's too early to, to go this route, but by God, I'm going to do it. Do, do it. it. So... Do it. Oh, look, into... I made a Star Wars reference. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> still a Star still Wars here. podcast. We're, We're still, still here. here. <laughs> We're going to struggle to tie this into it, but... We're still here. <laughs> Um, but going what? into the show, knowing that we, knowing what we knew about it tying directly to Doctor Strange, so you, right. you uh, do have immediately, a uh, immediately your mind goes to, okay, Wanda's going to do something with reality that requires Doctor Strange to fix it. Mm-hmm. Right. And maybe she's in, uh, I mean, maybe another dimension completely. But perhaps she, perhaps she is stuck in another dimension or perhaps her, her depression has, has created manifested a a bubble of 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 reality right and and in doing so because she is so powerful is she the one who unlocks the multiverse or 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 shatters time and space and i really love that we're getting to see something so featured around her yeah because i've always thought that she was the coolest Mm-hmm. I mean the fact well, that in the like, comics she is. Yeah, she's I, I mean like crazy, crazy cool, and like and OP so many for sure, like super overpowered. You know, so so many so, powers. I feel like the other superheroes like have like one or two, and she just has like so many things going on. So well, and one of the big speculations, and we haven't really seen it yet uh, in terms of the powers she's so, shown on screen, but we're starting to get a good look at it. But one of the big comic runs with her at the center was called the house of M. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause if, if you, if, if, uh, if you're listening and, and you're not a huge comic fan, so Scarlet, Witch is from the X-Men universe and the long and short story is until Disney bought Fox, her character along with Quicksilver, uh, 
were allowed to be used by Marvel Studios, but they could not reference mutants. They could not reference X-Men. And Mm -hmm. she and her brother, Quicksilver, are actually the children of Magneto. Correct. The villain from the X-Men series. Anyway, all that to say, in this comic run, The House of M, she creates an alternate reality where every mutant is given... Uh, all of their wildest dreams, like what what they what they want manifested in their life, they are given, and it has disastrous results. Sure. And long and short of that is she she goes insane and she strips every mutant of all of their powers and nearly wipes out reality. Whoops. So, uh, funny. One could see something like that. Sure. Funny happening here. Um. Uh, and I mean, this might be on your list, Alyssa. Um, are, you, but... are you going to talk about the House of House of M wine? Yes. Yeah, about I the got wine. It. I yes. caught it. Yeah, I yes. caught the, the wine. House of Misery. Um, um, did you uh... catch that, Dino? Sorry, what did you say? On the wine bottle that she pours at the dinner party. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's the so, House of Misery wine. Yeah, it says the um, the it's in French. Yeah. It says the, and I don't speak French, so I'm probably going to absolutely butcher this. Just but it's, do um, it. Maison du Mépris. <laughs> That's great. Better than Thank I would have done. Thank you so much. Hey. Um, <laughs> it means uh, house of contempt or scorn, but right. obviously is, you know, back to Damn house you, of Kevin Feige. So that, I mean, that was a, I, I knew that there was something on that wine bottle. Every, so I, literally, guys, I this is one of those shows where you pause, you go frame by frame, you look at all the numbers, you look at all the words. Like I, oh man, I, I, well, let's okay. talk. Let's talk about it. Let's talk list. about our little Easter egg hunt. Yes, I'm let's sure do we've it. got lots of um, similar ones. Okay, shall I begin? Yeah, let's go, do go it. for it. Pick one. All right, we'll talk about it. Um, well, this is one that we're you know, th- there's not anything super clear of what the meaning is yet, but I'm sure their house number, like their address, means something. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's twenty eight hundred. Um, mm-hmm. In the in the comics, Viz lived at uh, in the suburbs in uh, house number six one six, which is mm-hmm. of course a reference uh, to uh, the to yeah, Earth six one six. Yeah, right. Um, which is the which is um, the prime prime reality prime reality of... that most of the Marvel comics and stories take place in. Um, yeah. So uh, that one thing that... oh yeah, sorry go, go ahead, ahead. go Keep ahead going. yeah I was gonna say that uh, uh, specifically about where they are potentially. Mm. Um, uh, there are a few clues um, about, like, for instance, on the for sale sign, where they have an, uh, a phone number that is a seven a seven three two area code. Mm. Which, I mean, if you Google that, it's for New Jersey. Um, oh, and there's a couple other references. I didn't do that. There's a couple Ooh. other references to New Jersey in the show. They talk about, um, oh gosh, what was it? It's they're they're. Um, I think it's in episode two where they're. Um, they're, the guys are like, gossiping about stuff and he's like talking about the, the, the bowling trophies um, and he's like oh yeah he got it at a um, at a yard sale in um, Hackensack yeah. Hackensack yeah. New yeah. Jersey yeah, yeah, yeah. so yep. it's it's interesting to me because if you go back to uh, you know Marvel stuff um, the place where Captain America got yep. his serum is in New Jersey Right, and they they returned to that place in Winter Soldier. Camp the base Lehigh. He was, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, Sorry, wow, this oh, is gonna be so this many. Gonna be, this is gonna yeah. be long. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of us going. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's so exciting though. Um, both of the so in the in the middle ish of both of the episodes, there 
were uh, commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, boy. Done, these are the big ones. Yeah. Done in the style of the sitcom for oh that my God, episode. These commercial breaks are so, so spooky. So spooky. So the in the first episode, uh, it's a... It's a commercial for Toastmate 2000. Yes, by which Stark is a, a newfangled a newfangled toaster from Stark Industries. Mm-hmm. And um, the creepiest part about that is that right before the bread pops up, it sounds like a bomb. Right. Which is, I think, a direct correlation with how and the... Wanda's parents were killed in yep. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, and what... also, yeah. And the uh, red dot, the fact yeah, that there's a color. very yes. first taste of color, yeah. right? Yes. And um, and mm. you can also, when she depresses the toaster for the first time, you hear the, which is the mm-hmm. the charge up sound for um, boop <laughs> for <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yes. So yeah. a little little extra call to Stark. Yes. Um, and then uh, the second the, the watch. The second ad is uh, is is for a watch that is made by um, Hydra. Yep, and it has the name of Strucker, Strucker. Yes. on it. And if you remember Baron von Strucker, he is the one who uh, we see basically created in, in the in the in the. Uh, End credits of Winter Soldier, right. and then again in Age of Ultron, he is right. the Hydra commander yes, who evil, used evil, evil scientist. He used the the Mind Stone, which was trapped inside Loki's staff, to uh, basically imbue Wanda and her brother Pietro with their powers. Imbue, yeah. And the creepiest part of both of those commercials were the little taglines in them. Yes, yes. Um, yes. So in the toaster commercial. Uh, the tagline was "Forget your past. This is your future." Mm-hmm. Yep. And what and the, then, if that's not a clue as to what the show is like about? That yeah. you know. And yeah. then the the watch was "He'll make time for you." <laughs> yeah. So like, and you gotta you gotta you gotta like take those almost literally, you know? Sure. Because you can. I like. I I at least I feel like you have to. And I don't know. I I kind of want to dwell on this for a minute because dwell dwell away. Do it. At first, you can take them at face value as just nods to parts of of either of their pasts. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, as as you remember, Vision is Jarvis. Right. Right. Which was Tony Stark's AI. Right. And, and Wanda was basically created, at least in her current form, created by Strucker. So Strucker. you have the face value. <laughs> but I wonder... It's all going to depend on what's actually happening here. So right. if, if she's somehow... If she's either created this reality, mm-hmm. which is very possible, or she's kind of trapped in it but still has awareness control or, over yeah. it, I wonder if these commercials are different entities trying to get to her. Mm. Okay, well, here here's the thing, and I I, I, like I have opinions about this because uh, in the second episode we hear in the um, on the radio when they're saying "Help me, Rhonda, help, help," which is yeah. funny because it's "Help me, Rwanda. but. Um, and uh, and then you hear the person say, "Who's doing this to you? Who's yes. doing yes. this yes. to you? This. You know what I mean? Which like that that's very specific. It's like she's apparently not doing this to herself, or at least well, maybe. Could, could be, yeah. And and you know that guy's voice, I I believe it is Jimmy Woo, who yeah. is yeah. the FBI agent from the Ant Man right. films. Oh, yes, because he's catch. been in the trailers. 
and uh, I I assume so whatever's happening here again mm-hmm. either she created it or she's trapped either way you've got at least the FBI on the outside going something's gone terribly wrong here yeah well, well, it, could be, it could be a combo of what you just said Dino she could have right. created this reality and then they figured out what she did and trapped her in there yes and now here's the thing so you're we talk about the FBI although I think it's uh I think that he's now involved with and, and they're going to be introducing this in the in I, I I'm assuming um by what we've got so far that they're going to be introducing uh shield Sword. Um, sword. Sorry, sword. sword. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Shield. No, but <laughs> Shield is the sister. The, the sister organization. <laughs> yeah. Sister organization to Shield. Sword. Um, and because we've seen we've seen this uh the this sword logo like uh, several times throughout the show. We've got it on the helicopter. We've got it on right. um the weird post credits like spooky like zoom out through the TV thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and and if you'll remember at the uh, in the post credit sequence of uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes, when you see Nick Fury up in that space station. Yes, I mean you're gonna have to really think back if you went and actually stayed for the end of the credits. But that was a sword base. Yep. And sword in the comics is basically the extraterrestrial arm of shield we're gonna keep that watch they, they on take kind of outside of galactic of yeah galactic matters while shield was very earth-based which should say something because i mean it might not necessarily be like you know galactic it might be also like you know different universes you know what i mean so if we're talking about yes. multiverses yeah. this that would make sense as sword so would the, have their, yeah the two the two main sword easter eggs that we have were obviously in the in the credits when you know they zoomed out after and you saw the little notebook yep and then um in the second episode there's this like crashing that keeps happening and wanda Uh hears it goes outside and finds a color uh in color because everything is in black and white in color uh little helicopter helicopter helicopter. with the sword logo on it which painted like iron man and here, yeah, right. Yes, well, and also, and also colors, a little bit like vision too. Weird. And and vi- it could very well be vision color as well. But. Yeah, and I was gonna say that. Um, uh, I mean, especially since it's in Wanda's head. I mean, potentially it's being you know uh, created by Wanda. Um, I, I have to assume that these things are actually. And and when you think about it that way, it just makes the show so much creepier and more terrifying because a lot of these things I think are actually real, but like well, but, yes. So this helicopter probably did crash. Well, and and I I, like I think that's exactly I think that's exactly what happened. Like yeah. I, she's created a bubble of some kind, and, and the way she picks it in. up, yeah. Well, she so she, the way she picks it up and she looks in the cockpit, right? She yeah. knows this thing is real, yeah. and she yeah. was looking for the pilot, like. And which oh, okay, and, so and who creepy. comes and who comes <laughs> to uh, who comes to interrupt her too when her little moment. Is Agnes. Oh, Ag- right, Agnes. Fucking yeah, so, Agnes comes so, in and is just like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, oh sorry. Nothing, I, I, nothing. So <laughs> I had to look this up because I was like, Agnes is Agnes is mm-hmm. something. Oh, um, Agnes says, oh, look, who, look who it is. It's the star of the show or something like that. It's like, oh, that's yeah, interesting. The star there, of the there are many show. moments where the people in this world are seemingly aware that they are acting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is very like Truman Show, very very creepy. Very much. Um, but Agnes, um, there there is a character from the comics, a supporting Correct. character, oh, yes. named Agatha Harkness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she has a cat-like familiar named Ebony, 
So she's the uh, um, uh, the she's a the witch companion. Yes, yes basically yeah, a witch. A witch of yeah. of um, Mephisto, right? I I believe that is correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, and that's, that's more on very, Mephisto in a moment. Yeah, yes, lots more, more on Mephisto lots in a moment. More. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, one moment where well, we've got um, let's see, let me find my notes here. Do do do. Um. Lots of the the song choices, obviously, I think are very intentional. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, Help me, yeah. Wanda. You know. Yeah, that. <laughs> oh, and... also, it's kind of funny too. I noticed that the the one division, one one division is the same exact beat to Help Me Rhonda, Help Help Me Rhonda. Oh, it totally is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that was intentional, but I just thought Could that be. was interesting. Um, Yakety Yak, which is in the first episode. Yep. Um, is sort of interesting because it it was written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller for black performers, uh, the the coasters who were right. a, a singing mm-hmm, group, mm-hmm. and it was a a parody of white middle class society. Right, which is this. So that's that's interesting. Somebody also uh, said this online. I kind of loved it. Um, this is their, their idea is that, um, it's referencing the 1988 movie Twins with Arnold oh. Schwarzenegger and oh my God. Um, Danny DeVito. <laughs> what a random reference. Um, so, so random, but obviously like Wanda is a twin and then right. in the comics, Wanda gets mysteriously pregnant with twins. Right. Yes. So... Mm-hmm. There's that um, the old McDonald ukulele bit during the dinner party. Yep, might be something. It's like uh-huh. you know, Vision uh, plays the role of the characters who are, who are enclosed somewhere against their will in a barn. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, and then the help help me help me Rhonda. That yeah, there's just. Yeah, so I, so many things in there. It's very and it also kind of gives a hint. Um, as to because there's there's a weird passage of time happening in the show, um, so like the opening number right is sort of based off of the Dick Van Dyke show, mm-hmm. um, which the came out one. Yes. in nineteen sixty one. Look that mm-hmm. up, um, and um, oh, in the beginning of the show, they they're looking at this at the beginning of episode one. They're looking at the the at the calendar, and they're like, um. August twenty third. They're like, oh, that's an important day. What is it? I don't remember why why it's important. And apparently, it's their dinner with Doc, um, Mr. Hart and Mrs. Hart. But um, they don't really understand. So I I went back. <laughs> this is where I got crazy. I was just like, okay, what year was there a twenty third on a Wednesday? So I went back in time, <laughs> and oh apparently gosh. there was uh two thousand and twenty three, uh, which hasn't happened yet. But apparently, that's going to be a, a Wednesday um, on the twenty third. Um, okay. 1950, which doesn't really make any sense for the show, um, at least, you know, because, like, um, uh, they didn't have the same kind of technology back then. Um, but then 1961 was the other year that oh, interesting. Um, had a 20, August 23rd on a Wednesday. So, um, oh. yeah. So, and it just makes sense because Dick Van Dyke, it was sort of based off of that that flavor. And then, oh, and which is kind of funny, too, is that apparently Dick Van Dyke... Um, uh, consulted on the show. Oh, he did. Yeah, That's cool. at least for like the the opening scene with Makes like sense. all of the physical humor and stuff like that. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, uh, we were talking about intrusions, kind of, are people 
who were actively mm-hmm. in on the, whatever was happening. Yep. So Tiana Paris plays uh, the neighbor, one of the neighbors, Geraldine. Yes. Who yes. kind yes. of runs the talent show. So she's like, "What's your name?" She's like, uh, "Her name is not Geraldine." No, uh-uh. and and actually, it's been confirmed before the show began that she is playing Monica Rambeau. Yeah, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but like, I'm totally yeah. here for but it. I'm it's, very it's, excited. It's it's been out there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I feel like you and, would need to know. I mean, or else you would be like, "Why was she so weird about answering her name?" And also, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. We only know that character as a kind of child young adult so correct right yeah, last and time so monica her... is the daughter of maria rambo who we were introduced to in captain marvel correct as as carol danvers's ex uh kind of Good fighter friend. pilot friend from yeah. the air force but she's so, all grown up now apparently so she's all grown up which shows a and... passage of time <laughs> And is she involved with S.W.O.R.D.? That's probably a good bet Yep, that she's a S.W.O.R.D. agent. And, <laughs> and what's interesting is she's she's managed to infiltrate it, but she's also playing up the, the act. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if you'll notice in the trailers, they haven't released a whole lot in the trailers, but they keep showing a scene of, of her and Wanda in what looks like the Brady Bunch episode. Okay. Right. And she keeps asking her, who are you? Mm-hmm. And she says, I, I don't know. So something something bizarre something is going on is. there, and yes. I don't have an explanation for it. But. I, I I have some thoughts and feelings about what that might be, but um, but yeah, I, I as to like who is doing this to her, or what is doing this to her, like if what, she's not doing it to if she has not, not doing done it, to it herself. herself, correct? Yeah, yeah I, I I'm I'm wondering, do you think? Um, I mean, do we want to do we want to talk about Mephisto right now? Go ahead. I mean, do you want to talk about down there? talk about Mephisto? There's some others as well. Oh sure. Yep. So, uh, I mean, a very big clue, and this guy, again could just be some fun, um, you know, some fun Easter eggs that they're throwing in to like potentially either just to make us like really excited or just to throw us off purposefully. Um, but uh, Agnes keeps talking about her husband Ralph, <laughs> mm-hmm. who's yep. not around. Um, I love that trope, by the way. That's, oh, yeah. that's oh, such a so, sitcom yes, thing. So always good. talking Perfect. about the, the the husband who's mm-hmm. not, who's always off screen. He's just a piece like, of trash. Oh, my annoying He's just a piece of trash. <laughs> yes, but is the is is her husband maybe Mephisto? Maybe question mark. Maybe I mean, if, no? if she is the I mean, if she is in fact Agnes. I mean, sorry, um, Agatha. Um, that would be. Potentially. Also, and there, oh, if there's something that she says in episode two, which wait, let me see in my notes. So I know I wrote it down. Um, she says, um, "Oh, uh, shoot the um, the other character, um, the girl in the white dress that breaks her glass." Um, she says, "The devil's in the details, Dottie. Bev." Dottie, Dottie, thank you. Oh, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. She says, "The yeah, devil's in the details, Dottie. Bev." The devil's in the details, and then. Um, uh, Agnes says that's not the only place he is. And obviously she's referencing her, you know, I mean, she's referencing something different, but I mean, if we are going to take it literally, it's very plausible that she's talking about Mephisto. And and for those of you who don't know who the hell Mephisto is, he's basic just think of him basically as Satan. Yeah, he's, right. Yes. He's a, a he's the Marvel Satan. Villain. He's the Marvel Satan. Right. 
Um, so, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of fun clues that they're throwing out there. I, I, every time that they're going to say anything that's slightly demonic or weird like that, I'm going to have to like, (laughs) and I think she also talks about the rabbit, like playing Jesus in the school play or something like that. (laughs) I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. There's, there's something going on here. (laughs) So, so Mephisto, uh, has a long history in, in the Marvel comics of doing exactly what we're talking about, of, Mm -hmm. of messing with reality. Some other, so I'd put him at the top of the list if we're if we're picking an extraterrestrial force that's doing something. Sure, also, right. we have uh, a villain named Nightmare, mm-hmm. right from mm-hmm. from the Doctor Strange realm, which, which would make sense if uh, this is if, all if, if we're building towards yeah. Doctor Strange's next film because that is confirmed that Nightmare is supposed to be like I the biggie villain. I believe so. If not confirmed, it's it's been highly speculated. Speculated, uh, sure. Again, somebody who has the ability... He lives in another realm of existence. Right. Much like many of Doctor Strange's villains. Right. And uh, you can imagine what like his Umamu. power is. Yeah. Well, and that that's the third one, Dormammu, who Dormammu. we were introduced Sorry, to. Sorry, not Umamu. In... He's, 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 like, he's like Umami, but different. <laughs> uh, Delicious doc- Umami burgers. <laughs> yes. Uh, Doctor Strange, we were, we were uh, introduced to Dormammu, who uh, is another... Uh, very vindictive. Yeah. Also, God-like lots force. of which lots of people think that um, Dottie, the yes. you know head of the head of the cult sack or whatever they call her, yes, uh, yeah. potent- yeah. cult sack, <laughs> more like it, <laughs> um, potentially could be Clea. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, who is they call her the um, the princess of the dark dimension and she has mm-hmm. like an on again off again thing with strange and i honestly though that i mean the, the dark dimension and that like all that kind of like checks out for me i think yeah we've been introduced to it already sure. it's it's there yeah. so it's yes and also the fact that that um time doesn't really exist there you know right um it's just a place of absolute suffering so right so a lot of this uh, that it's plausible that she could be stuck in the dark dimension, maybe, or somehow she found herself there. And there, and... I also and and I I I didn't read this anywhere, but I I kind of thought, okay, so we saw the commer the Stark commercial and the Hydra commercial, right? I kind of thought Dottie, she probably won't be, but she's a Hydra agent. Oh, oh yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, I can believe that. Like th- these could be infiltrators, yeah, like she, trying I mean, to that actor. You know, I don't know. I need to look up her name because she was a she was like a demon on Buffy. The vampire oh. slayer oh, back in the nineties. So she's like, she's really good at playing bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what her deal is, but she's. But she's it's not something because something is askew. That, well, the fact that oh, the fact the fact that they're they're potentially in New Jersey too. That's like if that's the case, yeah. then I, I that 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 definitely tells me that Hydra is a very big possibility. And Hydra's kind of kaput after. Age of Ultron, but I mean, they, so they wouldn't so... be referencing them if they weren't a thing. And it sounds sure. like in uh, another Marvel series coming out in March, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. that Hydra has a part to play in that as well. It's plausible and... that it also might be just from the ashes of uh, right because it kind of splintered of Hydra after. that you know something else has right. being formed. Um, but um, yeah, one thing that I noticed. Um, because I like went back and paused through when they do the cartoon opening yes. in the second episode. For episode two, yep. Um, they, uh, when Vision walks from one room and uh, he's like in his normal getup and then walks through the door and is uh-huh. human. 
Um, mm-hmm. If you, I, I did like a screenshot and, and zoom in because you can see there's like cobwebs and uh-huh. a couple of bones and there's absolutely, or it looks a lot like it at least, the, oh, if it's he- not, the helmet, it's... the helmet that's worn by the Grim Reaper. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it if it's not that, like, they're obviously again. This is one of those things where they could be giving could us, be throwing uh, us off. They're, they're they toying with sure. longtime comic they're book readers. Absolutely dicking with us, one hundred percent. But and it's they very never well, plausibly one of those things. Sure. And it and one thing with Marvel Studios or is none that of them at all. they've they've taken the names of really big comic book series like Civil War and mm-hmm. Age of Ultron, but the stories are never. Uh, exactly like what was on the page in fact they are very different but they take some some core themes but Um, they're gonna they're gonna throw us off the scent can i spook you off a little or spook you off can i spook spook me off i'm gonna spook you off right now no absolutely okay i'm gonna spook you out okay (laughs) so absolutely not um what have you done what have you done um oh first of all since you were talking about the opening um uh, the opening for episode two, um, very much based on Bewitched. Oh, um, yeah. Which also is... the Jetsons. And the Jetsons, <laughs> yes. yeah, sure. me of the Jetsons. But uh, specifically Bewitched be just because yes. it was um, a late 60s show. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, so the, the first episode is Mark Dick Van Dyke, which is the beginning of the 60s, and this is more yes. the end of the 60s. We're seemingly like moving through time, mm-hmm. but very yes. fast. Um, anyway, uh, um, Oh yeah, in that there was a, a sign there was a billboard that says home is where you make it. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, if you take that verbatim, I think that it's potentially Wanda has created her home here right. in this yeah. whatever realm we're in. Um, but also uh okay, so <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but there was a a very much a hexagon theme going on. Like we saw a lot of hexagons. Um, specifically, I, okay. I saw it once when they did the little lights around it. Mm-hmm. That one. Moment. Yes. Okay. The, yeah. the star, the stars in the opening, absolutely. Um, and then um, in the closing, the you know when they're they're like sitting on the couch and they're like flipping through the channels or something like that. The hexagon kind of like circles around them as if it was like I Love yeah. Lucy circle, but uh-huh. in a hexagon form. Um, and then also. Uh, the beekeeper, which is interesting, because like beehives are yes. hexagons, mm-hmm. and okay, we were going to talk all about the beehive. Or we'll bee- about you yeah, talk about something the bee else about first? the beekeeper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Especially since he he had a sword logo on his back. Uh-huh. So I mean, he he's another uh another intruder on this realm, yes. obviously, and um uh not sure exactly. Well. We, yeah, we don't know who the beekeeper is, or if it is anybody in particular, it might just be Sword in general, just trying to, like, we're or trying to help you. Or if it's a nod to a very specific villain. True. Mm-hmm. Also that, yep, 100%. Very much so. But, okay, so I got crazy, and I Googled uh, Hexagon Marvel, because I was just like, eh, why not? I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> um, so there, there's a character named Hex. Mm-hmm. Um uh, who's actually Dominic Destine. Okay, so I'm just going to read you what it says on Marvel.com, okay, <laughs> uh, as a description for this character. Um, at one point in recent history, Dominic, um, or Dominic created the costume and stage identity of Hex using his abilities in a magic show and mm-hmm. gaining great uh, popularity. At one point, when challenged by an audience member to open a puzzle box... Mm. Dominique inadvertently discovered it was a truly magical object becoming thrust into another dimension 
and rescued by Earth's Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange. Oh my god. Is it a tie-in to Doctor Strange 2? Multiverse? Maybe? Could be. Maybe she's in another mission? I'm just saying... I'm not saying that Hex has anything to do with this story, but I think it's just another... A uh, a great nod at the very least. Yes, an interesting recurring theme, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 there, there's so many wonderful little yummy tidbits like that. Well, in this. and I mean, going I, back to the beekeeper. Yeah, let's so, talk oh, yes, about yes, him. yes, please. He climbs out of this storm drain, uh, just covered in bees. Ugh. So, oh, if, bees, if, not the bees, if, not if the bees. A, <laughs> if you were a comic book reader, there is literally a Spider-Man villain mm-hmm. named Swarm. Yep. Who right. is made up entirely of bees. <laughs> right. Which, so scary. Again, I mean, I mean, this it could, could be another tip of the cap. Yes. Because if, know, if it of... is that, that would be like, wow, that's the villain you chose. Okay, my, cool, cool, cool. Sure, sure, sure. My thought, and Dino, you go ahead. I wonder if you have the same idea as me. Go ahead. Oh, well, I, I yeah. was going to say uh, the reason it's an interesting tip of the cap because one, WandaVision is leading into Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. It also has direct ties to Spider-Man 3. Uh-huh, sure. In which Doctor Strange will also be appearing. Allegedly. And yeah. and and beyond that, several versions of Spider-Man himself. Yeah. So there's a loose there's a loose tie in all of this that sure. perhaps it's possible it could be all of these things is, i mean really you know what i mean if we're going into a multiverse literally anything can happen so there are literally endless possibilities <laughs> yeah truly so no, but Alyssa, would... you you had a theory though oh, What's your... i i thought that the beekeeper i mean it could literally just be a beekeeper <laughs> like we could absolutely You're... be overthinking it it could just be a beekeeper um but coming out of the sewer <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that is a little weird uh I thought that it looked like the um, uniforms of the um, the AIM, the Advanced oh, Idea uh, uh, Mechanics, mechanics oh, uh-huh. from yep. Iron Man 3. Yes. yes. Yep, yep, yep. Because they, they're like an offshoot of um, Hydra. Hydra, and uh-huh. So I thought since there was so many sort of Hydra things that I was like, oh, maybe. Well, maybe. and what's so interesting uh, – I've been playing the Avengers video game, which is not tied in with the MCU canon, but the main villains of of the video game are AIM. Oh, is and, that right? I haven't played it. And the, I mean, they, they are a classic Marvel. They are right up there with Hydra. Right. And they could be kind of the next Earth-based threat. So and now we're very kind of maybe getting like an aims against shield kind of. I'm sorry, not shield. I keep on saying it's yeah. sword. Well, well, shield, shield still kind of exists. So yeah, yeah. shield, sword, uh, and if Hydra, if it is kind of a Hydra offshoot, that would explain infiltration. But what's so interesting about that moment mm-hmm. is when Wanda says no uh-huh. and, and rewinds, rewinds it back to when they're inside the Oof. house and they never step outside. Yep. Yeah. So she she is exercising control potentially. Sure. Yeah. And and it seems like she knows people are trying to get in. And yeah, and and and, 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 in and some it's way. hard to say whether or not she thinks like maybe she's unaware that they're trying to help maybe or maybe they're not trying to help. Maybe they right. you know, she it, just knows something is is bothering her perfect. Yeah, because life. Out, outside yeah. of this reality, um her husband, quote unquote, is dead, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and what's so interesting, Paul Bettany I think it was an interview a couple of days ago said 
they were planning on shooting an after credit scene for I don't remember if it was for Infinity War if they were going to put it at the end of Endgame, which I'm glad mm. they didn't. Okay. But they they were planning on an after credit scene of of people putting Vision's body in a body bag. Oh, that's dark as fuck. But they but but they they nixed it, which was wise cuz none of those I mean th- those movies didn't need after more credits. sadness. No. But but interesting that I mean, that's not nothing. It's interesting that yeah, there no. was a recovery of the body. Sure. Which usually in... But it's very interesting. It's like, something. why would they even... Are they taking the body away to do experiments on it? Or but what's they... fascinating is that if she if she created this reality... I'm so... Okay. I'm, I'm there's, the, there's the mind stone. I mean, the mind stone right. is alive and well in his head. Right. So... Okay. Well, here... here okay, guys. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a deep dive. Wee! I'm diving off the diving board into the crazy unknown. Um, so Thanos snaps. Yes. To destroy the stones, right? Yes. There is a interesting theory um, who, I mean, he may not have been the first person that came up with it, but I, I remember looking up, uh, his name is Eric Voss. Um, when the snap happened, um, there's there's a there's a not a theory I don't I think that in the maybe in the original comics is that the the stones can't be destroyed necessarily it's like or it's just like science is that like you know you can neither create or destroy matter your energy I mean so like the um, when he did the snap and destroyed the stones I don't think he necessarily got rid of them I think that they were like redis like the energy was redistributed into the universe so mm-hmm. to speak because even when you see like in Endgame when um, they show the graphic of the snap happening and all the like energy radiating out from it is like a bunch of gamma radiation um, there's a theory that that potentially could have uh, started the mutations in people. Huh. And which is how they're going to potentially introduce the uh, the mutants into the, the Marvel universe. And and I think that's I think at least as far as uh, the energy triggering mutation, I think that's absolutely how they're going. That coupled with the multiverse yes, is how they're going yes. to introduce the X Men. I think the X Men are going to come from a different reality because For they're sure. not going to want to bother with explaining why they were hidden all of this time yeah. while all of yeah, this yeah. shit was going on during but the going, Infinity War. But going back to, um, you know, if if we can sort of, you know, believe that maybe the energy sort of still exists, maybe, question mark, that they're doing some weird experiments with uh, with the body of, uh, of Vision, Vision, you know, maybe. and trying to well, figure out a way to reconstruct him in some weird way. And I, what it's important to remember is that Yes, Thanos destroyed the stones in his reality. Yeah. But they went and picked him. They went back in time and picked the stones up. So the stones right. still exist. Sure. Right. Well, and he, he even destroyed said, a version of them. I, I can't remember which. I think it might have been Age of Ultron or uh, I think it was Age of Ultron where um, Vision actually like they talk um, Wanda and Vision. They talk about whether or not he can uh, destroy the stone or does does he really need it or something like that like I think he says something about like I you know at some point maybe I can gain control over it to the point where I well they were talking about an infinity war they said if if they're like they were the whole point was they were going to try to get Shuri and they went to Wakanda and were trying yes, to get Shuri right. to, to remove yeah. it from his head right so in so a way that didn't destroy him she and she almost finished she was very yeah. close so yeah. 
there's a plausibility that potentially at least enough of his existence like exists uh, like on a hard drive in Wakanda or who knows what. <laughs> well, and I, I, he's been going. backed up. Oh, here's okay. Here's another thing. So that uh uh in the the credits, the credits, the, the very very specific theme of the weird like colorful squares mm-hmm. that they're kind of like floating through. Um. I, 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 I feel very blessed that I decided to rewatch the Marvel movies from like beginning to end. Um, and I, I just got past, uh, where am I now? It doesn't matter where I am. I mean, I've, I've at least gotten past um, Age of Ultron, which apparently I realized that I'd never seen before. What? <laughs> I was like, what, Daniel? What the fuck? I was like, you're there's like so many references like, to Endgame that I did not I realize. I was like, movie. Oh my god! I couldn't believe it. I couldn't wow. believe it. I was like, I've Whoops. definitely never seen this film. Either that, or I was very high. Um, so, <laughs> I um, so yeah. Sorry. In that film, um, they uh, when we're kind of going inside Ultron's mind, um, yes. slash also Jarvis, yes. that that vision that he there that we're getting that like that weird stylistic th- is yes. very similar to what we're seeing in the, the end credits. The end credits. Oh, yeah. 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 So in that regard, it, it makes me kind of feel like maybe he Vision is a bigger, uh, you know, a bigger reason of why Wanda is stuck in this reality because they're doing experiments on Vision. I don't know. I, I'm, go- also, I'm going completely insane thinking about Well, and, and I'm going even further off, Do off it. the ranch here. Dive but... off the board with me. Do it. I if uh, if pieces of vision still exist out there, it is it it stands to reason that pieces of Ultron still exist out yep. there, mm-hmm. and we probably haven't seen the last of oh, no. highly his doubtful. Involvement. Yeah, uh-huh. I, considering I how influential a villain he was in in the comic. I mean, this is what we were talking about: Phase Four, and then introducing a multiverse, <laughs> just. Good luck, yeah. Kevin. There's Biden. literally there's so there's many, nothing is off limits. There's so many things. Um, I don't know about you both, but when she like mysteriously became pregnant, I yes. got I'm glad freaking scared. Well, yeah. We haven't even started talking about that. Okay, so this is great. Let's let's talk about the kids. For well, the children, the, the, what's that about? Well, the the emphasis that's okay, spooky so we're, as we're, hell. we're gonna do this in an orderly. Yeah. So first of all, kid... first of all, we have not seen any children in the show. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. So yeah, that's so, in the, so that's creepy. Kids. Yeah, in the comics, even... Wanda has two kids named Speed and Wiccan. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, which are junior versions of of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. which yeah. is cute. Uh. People are obsessed with these kids, and there are several plot lines that exist of people trying to get their hands on the children of Scarlet Witch. Right. So for the first two episodes, I found it very odd that there was this constant, uh, and it's not just a, like a 1950s, 60s trope of like, oh, well, why like, don't why you have kids, kids yet? Yeah, <laughs> where are your kids? They where kept kids? talking about it. Yes. It's so and if we're going, if we're going down the road of people are infiltrating for whatever purposes mm-hmm. either to get them out mm-hmm. or to use them for more nefarious purposes yep. they're all very intrigued by her children that yep. don't even exist yet and right. by the end of episode two she has the baby bump mm-hmm. 
And I wonder if someone is manipulating that to happen so 100%. they can then extract the children. Yeah. Listen, and if, use if, them. if, if, oh, it's if, uh, it's scary. if, if, um, if I was going to put my money on it, I don't know if I'd put money on it yet, but I, I, I would say that this reality that she's stuck in this, she's being held in this reality by p- potentially Mephisto and Agatha, and they are encouraging her in a lot of manipulative ways. Subliminal. Yeah, yeah. to have children right. so that they can absorb her power. And yes. um, and then uh, the and then Sword is the people that are trying to infiltrate and bring right. her out of it. That yeah. that's right. that's kind of my ultimate guess, but. Um, I'm sure that's going to change episode by episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, I, they're definitely, definitely. I think that they're 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 ob- this reality is obviously trying to move her in the direction of having children, and why yeah. that is, we will find out. It's spooky though. Whatever it is, it ain't right. <laughs> yeah, I um, just yeah, I just have to say, like again, as we're like talking about this, I'm I'm so excited for what lies ahead the possibilities and um it's just so fun to you know kind of similar to to what the mandalorian has been like for us Mm -hmm. uh, after so many star wars movies to kind of have this new breath of life into something um this is so different this is so different from anything that marvel has ever done so different from anything that anyone has done i mean it's really really interesting and weird and i am here for it yep well coming off of endgame and kind of asking the question of how can you up the stakes any more than having every avenger we've ever seen <laughs> on screen it. together the most thrilling and, thrilling moment i mean seriously one of the most history. thrilling moments yeah. in cinematic history yeah. And how do you follow that up and how do you change up the stakes exactly like this? Yeah, sure. Like this opening up a multiverse, uh-huh. uh, threatening the very fabric of, of time. And, and stylistically doing something and stylistically. so different. Like, I mean, we really do need to dwell a second on on just the attention to sitcom detail. All, using oh, yeah. the practical string effects mm-hmm. for for all of her uh, magical her maneuvers. And, and yeah. As they as they did, on those the bewitched those and shows, the, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I and having the live studio audience there reacting and well, quote unquote live, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it was they. It did was they a live have studio. People? Yes, it was a live studio audience for the first two. Episodes. Oh, I didn't know no that. Kidding. That's great. Yeah, I because I I, had, I thought that they were um so they had film they they finished filming before quarantine. Then, yes, I guess. yes, got it. Okay, the, 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 well at least I that just assumed it was all canned because of that. No, that was a live a live audience. That's amazing. I love that. Oh and God, and so they shot it like out that. There that it know was... what's happening, and I'm so annoyed by that. Yeah, I mean, just even the details of um the their blocking because yeah. yes. people don't realize like we're so used to now multicam like. Or, mm-hmm. or single cam, whereas, sure. you know, it, but the style, uh, and I mean, even through, even through a lot of sitcoms now is, you know, opened up into a studio audience. So right. everything is flat out more like theater blocking. Exactly. And, right. um, yeah, you got to yeah, cheat the, out. All the details were just absolutely incredible. I My hat's off to them for, for not making it feel like they're making fun of that. 
No, it was very Genre, sweet. It was totally very paying homage. It felt like Nick at Night. Yeah, it was like, I mean, it <laughs> yeah, felt like a little bit watching Nick at Night, but what, with a what, very spooky undertone. I, I just came away with I, I I don't think I was ever at at any point scared. What I came away with was was melancholy. Mm. Mm, interesting. And it really struck me when she creates their wedding rings. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're sitting there on the couch, so and then sad. they just share this. Like she she got what she always. Mm-hmm wanted well, and it's so tragic because you know none of this is is really real it's, gonna real, it's probably it's gonna like, be taken it's, from it's her a, again it's that age-old question is like well what is real you know like what is and, reality right. is what you and, make and it, right? it's just it's it's equally tragic that wanda almost out of every i mean she loses everything yeah. right and i think she's rivaled by maybe thor and tony right yeah. but, her, her parents and her her twin um brother and right her twin brother and, and then the love of her life right twice twice yeah, in the span right, of 15 right. seconds right and th- i mean that's devastating and yeah. when yeah. and her and her brain is basically a weapon of mass destruction so right it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for the first time really in marvel cinematic history to see one of the heroes potentially become uh a villain of sorts yeah, yeah potentially right um, I'm trying to think if there's like other because I, I I let my we jumped around my list so much. I, yeah, I, we went I'm, all over the place. That's all we could I, do with this one. There was no, just yeah, there was no way there's no order like, here. Do a through line. Uh, what was I gonna um, say? Oh, and um, just talk about the kids thing again. The um, the newspaper the be- and uh, the beginning of episode one, the one that um, Vision is holding. It says little baby June's first word um tickles Mother Sue, which again encouraging her to have kids you know yeah. it's just like little little nuances like that um uh gosh what else um oh um also about the 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 watch i think we may have said it already but just uh, the 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 watch in the the strucker's watch struckers um like sped up faster and faster again kind of like the uh the beeping did on the toaster very similar like it starts off as a beep 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 mm-hmm. beep 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 um, so that is an interesting thing that they did it twice in the same kind of way. Um, but also I don't, I, <laughs> I might be going crazy, but, um, uh, the, oh gosh, what is his name? His name was Arnim Zolar. Uh, Arnim Zola. Zola. Yeah. Sorry. The, Arnim the, Zola. The, the, the former Hydra scientist who joins shield but is actually still part of hydra yes correct builds hydra inside of shield and he's now well i mean uh, allegedly he's been blown up and destroyed but he was sort of he took his his uh his mind his consciousness his consciousness and put it into a bunch of computers which 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 blew up which blew up right yes um so whether or not he had a copy of himself i guess is beyond us but i i it would be interesting i i I, the 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 the, the clue that i found at least on the watch is that it says it's swiss made which we're thinking oh yeah swiss watch but he is he says in the show he's like i'm swiss i am swiss yes i'm swiss (laughs) yes um god what else so many random things oh guys this is interesting so the 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 grim the grim reaper right you were talking about grim reaper Yes. Um, happens to be, I, I looked this up, um, comic number 102. Um, and the license plate in the beginning of the show that they're driving down the street is 0102. Mm. 
could Fascinating. be. Fascinating. <laughs> I don't know if that's really an interesting thing, but I also riveting. Just, I love now numbers. Now we're just now you're just saying now you're every just saying numbers. Single thing from the show. <laughs> I love numbers. I swear, I'm literally gonna be insane about numbers in this. Show. I, I loved. I loved. Uh, this is kind of more a style mm-hmm. observation, but I loved when when Vision is at the office creating the computation forms yeah. and oh, he's asking yeah. like what we do here it was yeah. such a how to succeed in business totally. without totally. really yeah. trying thing it's like we we make wickets yeah, right, <laughs> it's like nobody right. knows what we do here <laughs> but what is it for but what exactly but, are we what yeah who are we sending this to like mm-hmm. nobody <laughs> right but what <laughs> oh another thing too the spooky like one of the first lines of the show um uh wanda says my husband and his indestructible head. Oh, that's but not really. Oh, so sad. <laughs> yeah, uh. it's. I think we're in for a wild ride for sure. Um, <gasps> oh, oh, okay. This more, it randomly came things. into my head too. Okay. In the dining room, guys. In the dining room, mm-hmm. one of the art things in the dining room is literally the Hydra base from Sokovia. Really? Oh, interesting. I missed that. I Mm -hmm. I didn't catch that. Yeah. I mean, again, could be just something that she's very familiar with, so she put it into reality. She's populating her life with her her memories. Yeah, Yeah, watch like every single thing we talked about today. Like one thing is actually something. (laughs) (laughs) It's very plausible that all of it leads to nothing. Because I mean, yeah. Oh, they're they're leading us on a a wild goose chase. But that's fun. This This is fun. It is. None of us are doing anything else right now. So like, yeah, it's perfect timing. (laughs) This is great. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, these are speculations. These aren't really predictions because Uh -uh. prediction is folly when it comes to. Kevin Feige absolutely and, and things are things are going to get weird as this progresses but it's a big year of renewal for Marvel because yeah. we've got we've got this we've got uh Black Widow we've got Black Widow we've got uh, Winter so <laughs> we've got Falcon Winter Soldier mm-hmm. which will be in March we've got the Eternals film oh my god which might give us a glimpse not only all the way back in Marvel history but might give us a little Thanos origin because he's Ooh. one of the Eternals and you go thousands of years back, and then it comes to present day, and I think the movie spans all of that time. Wow. Jeez. So we got that, and then we've got Shang-Chi, I believe, oh is God, supposed to come out cool this year. Too. And, and uh, into, Spider-Man yeah. 3 at the end of the year. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. And then into 2022 with Doctor Strange. With, and... and Loki oh and gosh. the Loki series. I mean, we're going to get – it's going to get weird – up in here yeah but here's the thing i'm just making a huge request out there to anybody that's listening to this please if they offer it to you take the vaccine you bitch because i want to go back to the movie theater oh Oh, it's getting to the point where i I will i will rent out a damn screen if i have to (laughs) i'll spend the money we will yeah yeah we'll do it Uh, um so if you're not a huge uh marvel person but you would like to, you know, obviously. You got so excited by our enthusiasm. <laughs> committing, to watching, <laughs> committing to watching every single movie is overwhelming to people. But if you're like, I really want to watch, I really want to. I mean, do it. Like, they're all amazing. Yeah, but, just do um, it. If you want to watch WandaVision and you want, like, a little bit more story specifically on, uh, you know, from from the Marvel films with Wanda. So you won't and be completely Vision. lost. Um, these are the ones that you should absolutely watch. First is Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. Yes. Which introduces Wanda which and Vision. I never saw. Yes. Then Captain America Civil War. 
mm-hmm. which develops their relationship. Yep. And yes. then finally, uh, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, which sets up the tragedy yes. of Vision's death and Wanda's initial reaction to losing him. So you kind of kind of have a little bit more history with these characters um, right. and that makes it so much more interesting as you know because we have been nerding out for the last hour and 15 minutes and also oh the possibilities and of also, this. also marvel <laughs> threw us a bone by uh they, they created a little mini series called marvel legends oh yeah i haven't seen which that. they yes. just released on disney on plus, disney plus. And they, they're doing it for individual characters but the, it's basically an eight minute montage of wanda and visions story yeah. oh through, dope. through those awesome. movies That's and great. it kind of winds it into a narrative which is really helpful and love that really great way of digesting like just a visual their particular wikipedia story. yeah right. that's fantastic so, so if that's that out. even if even if watching those four films is too overwhelming for you go ahead and watch that little montage on the on the disney plus but really but really in, in like the greater scheme of marvel if you can stomach getting through infinity Saga, mm-hmm. which I really highly recommend. Truly, it's just it's there. A, there, there, there the are thing. pieces of story in each one of those movies that are going to be picked up. Oh yeah, no, somewhere yeah. down the line, no I, doubt. in every single one of them. Yep, mm-hmm. this is so, what they do and what they do very well. They know us. Many have tried to copy so it. Many have tried to copy it with little cinematic universes, oh. and oh, none of them have been able to do it. No, yeah. it's kind of insane to me whenever i think star about wars is giving it the old go star wars is giving it the college try yeah and we'll see very how that excited goes. about it and they're doing yes. great in mandalorian they are doing great. doing great but look who they're enlisting to join in on the fun uh-huh. yeah. Feige. Feige. so yeah, i mean it. yeah he knows what's up the guy knows what he's doing he knows what the nerds it's a beautiful want. tapestry it deserves to be watched from beginning to end yeah. oh my god so anyways the fact uh, that we, don't know we have been up. talking for so long but we hope that you um stayed with us and Thanks for listening. We will be back next week to oh, yes. chat about the next episode of WandaVision. Correct. Possible mini-sode Star Wars related in between. Always the possibility yeah, well, there. So this yeah. is a Star Wars podcast, so you'll yeah, be getting Star worry. Wars, of course. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. This is uh, Inside the Tauntaun, but today we are outside the Tauntaun. Oh, yes. Yes, I am Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. I love you, 3000.